The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Like I said, I was in a nosebleed, and now I made his nosebleed. Your new undisputed middleweight champion, Israel Adesanya. Oh, big what question. is that? Dominic Reyes, the Reyes Makes it look easy. He came in, and I put him down. Dominic Reyes, folks. Please tell me that's on video. I've never been happier. I'm made for a fucking podcast. That's dangerous. Listen to me, we're at it. Welcome to UFC Unfiltered, joined by my pal Matt. Flew home today. Oh, just to do this show and then hopping back to Abu Dhabi oh, on a flight tonight. That's amazing, yes. Matt. You are dedicated. Just, just flew home, Jimmy. And boy, are my arms. Oh, go um, ahead. Finish it. Your arms I'm not going to finish it. Right. I'm not going to finish what I was going to say. That's a chip joke. It is. And it's a good one. And here's boy, why. Boy, are my arms tired. I can't do it. I do an awful chip. My arms I do a, tuck it out. It's not bad. That's, the chip. That's what it is. Oh, yeah. I'm a, I did a very poor man's chip. That's all right. We'll get you on and you'll do better. Come on. I mean, this on. is an exciting show. Main event and co-main event on today. Did you say it yet? Or they heard in the intro? I don't know. It is, uh, yeah, we have, uh, yeah, the main and the co-main and the main, uh, both championship fights. Reyes, mm. um, of course, against Jan Bohovic and uh, uh, Israel Adesanya against Paulo Costa, finally. I, that's a fight I've been looking forward to. Isn't it crazy how many, we've, I've said this 50 times, forgive my boring redundancy, but isn't it amazing how many fights in the UFC that you're like, oh, fuck, that's the fight I want to see. And, and, and it happens. It's crazy. Jimmy, we're getting spoiled. We're getting spoiled. Fights on every other weekend, sometimes back to back. Yep. Tuesday night, we got the Dana White Contender Series. Yep. I love it, Jimmy. I do. So, all right, listen, let's get to, let's get to our picks. Eubanks against Kellen Villar, who's coming off that loss. Eubanks on a two-fight win streak. She won both of her fights in 2020. That's right. Yeah. Um, and the fact that she's turning around so quickly, uh, let me look at the exact, maybe the producer can tell us the exact date of that fight. But uh, Kellen Vieira had, uh, fought, uh, wow, she hasn't fought. And you know what? It's not that long, but she took a while off from an injury. 2018, she's fought once since March of 2018. And it was a, a first-round knockout TKO 451. So she's basically fought for five minutes since 2018. 
which means she's either going to be rusty or she is ready uh, to. I'm going to take Vieira in this fight. I'm going to take Vieira, and not to. She say just that Eubanks, Eubanks just fought on the on the on the, on the uh, Waterson versus Hill card. Yeah, she, she literally is Holy turning around shit. immediately. I'm going to take Vieira by a second round submission. I think she's going to submit her because again, I, I think that Eubanks coming back this fast. Um, maybe even third round submission, but you might start to lose a little bit of gas as you go longer. That's my guess. I'm going to say third round submission for Caitlin Vera. Yeah, I'm, I'm Caitlin Vera. I'm giving her second round, and you're giving her third. Okay. Kai Cow Friends against uh, <laughs> Brandon Rival. Um, hmm. Hey. They're, um, hmm. Interesting, Jimmy. Uh-huh. Interesting. He's coming off a couple of, uh, Rival's coming off a couple of submission wins. Wait, um, hold on a second. Okay. Oh, shit. What did Brandon Royval sub Tim Elliott with? They're saying arm triangle submission, arm triangle. That's true. I remember that. All right. I know what I'm doing. Okay. I know what I'm doing. Brandon Royval. Yep. I'll take a Royval with cheese. All right, listen. I'll take Brandon Royval. Sorry, it's a little Pulp Fiction. Oh. I know, Jimmy, it's cringy. It is. Dude, what am I? What am I? The fucking... Rick Voss or one of your fucking funny buddies. I'm Rick not any of <laughs> Ron. What the fuck's your buddy's name? Rich Voss. Rich Voss. Can we get him back on? That fuck. I love Voss. Yeah, we I do too. You know, I love it. I love the the perseverance of him trying to break break into the business at 65. Listen, <laughs> can we please? <laughs> I'm getting ready for it next time his he comes on here. I'm gonna go with Brandon Raval. I'm gonna oh. say. I'm going to say first round sub. I listen. Sometimes you just got to say it. Okay. I'm giving him a decision. Reval decision. All right. All right. I see where you're going with that. Yep. Um, listen, I know, I know the real reason, Jimmy, why you do not want to guess or pick the main and co-main event. Cause I've thrown you my little bird under the bus before. And he doesn't trust me. He doesn't trust his buddy. You think I'm going to tell them if you pick against them? I, look at me now. Look at me. Can you look at me a second? I'm looking. You're not, you're not looking. You're looking away. I'm not going to. I'm not going to rat. Die. Don't don't stare at me like that. Though. But listen to me. I'm not going to rat you out, Jimmy. I'm not. Okay. I am still. You're not picking. I yet. I believe I'm going. to. I know, but I really do believe I'm going to take both of those guys. I talked to. I talked to. We talked to a cowboy yesterday. Or the other day, last yeah, week. Last week, yeah. last week. Look, I'm winking in case this show is pre-taped. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> I uh, I changed my mind because I was going to go with the hybrid, and I go, you know what? I love Nico Price, but something about Cowboys tells me this guy needs a win to go yeah. buy his squirrel shoot suit. One more fight, by the way. Opening fight of the main card: Hakeem Dawadu, um against Zubaira Tukugov. Uh, not an easy name to say. You got to say Hakeem it. Dawadu. Uh, it yeah, against Dawadu. You ever watch Zanadu with, with Olivia, Olivia Newton-John? Of course I have. Many times. <laughs> I'm sure he wouldn't appreciate that Biggest comparison. piece of shit movie. Yep. Oh, my God. Zanadu. Remember that? Yeah. Oh, well, tell me about it. I remember, the, I remember the film. Like I don't remember the film. I just remember the Xanadu, the Zana, song. The song was as infuriating. Bad. It was infuriating. It was bad. I'm taking uh, Dawadu. I'm going to take Dawadu. Five and a half inch reach advantage. And uh, 
again, not that that's everything, but with a guy who hits as hard as he does and is as effective as a striker as he is, um, I'm taking him by a second round TKO. That would do. Mm, that would really, do. I know. I I I I know uh, that uh, Tukagov uh, trains with Habib, and I'm still taking uh, that would do. I see where you're going with that. Yep. You know, you're going with Hakeem Dawadu. Me? I'm going with Zabaria. Okay? Yep. That's what I'm doing. And I'm going to say, I'm going to say that he's going to get a third round finish TKO. Okay. Call me nutty. Call me wacky. Okay? Let's go. All right. What else do we got? Oh, we said Caitlin Vera. Uh, We we, we did them all. We We did did them them all, all, man. Except... Dominic Reyes and Israel Adesanya. Well, I'll tell you right now, I'm going with Izzy. You know, I'm going with Israel over Costa, over Paulo Costa, because I believe in precision over power. Amen. I'm telling you, he's preaching it and I'm eating it all up. What do you think, Jimmy? What do you think? I'll tell you what I think as far as like uh, predictions and stuff, but what do you think? You know, it's again, Costa is such a killer, but we saw Yoel Romero do a lot of damage against him, uh, enough damage. We also saw Uriah Hall have a great first round against him. Um, and, uh, you know, in the second round, uh, Costa caught him, but I think that um, Adesanya, you know, he's smart enough to stay away and uh, he, you know, he's a good enough striker to, uh, to get in and move and stay out of the way. And also I think he, he gets more power than people give him credit for. Jimmy. Yeah. He fought more people. I believe like Paulo Costa, than Paulo Costa for guys Paul, like, like Adesanya. Yeah, there yeah you go. man. You know what I'm talking about? And I like, I like when we had his coach on last time and he was telling us is he's coach. And, uh, he was telling us how he kind of, this guy kind of like represents all the bullies that were fucking with Israel right. when he was young. I want to talk to Israel about these bullies. Yeah. Bunch of meathead beefcakes messing with him. No yeah. wonder why he wants to put his foot in his face. You know who I'd like to see him fight again? Uh, if, if he if he's high, I don't know where he's ranked right now, but Vittori, they had a split decision. Uh, and that's a fight I would like to see. That, that guy, the Italian, yeah, yes. Italian dream. Yeah. The Italian dream. Can we get him back on soon? Yeah, he's the I like him. <laughs> I do he too. is. That guy right now is running the Italian mountains right there. He's doing yeah. something. That guy's always training, calling out everybody. He said he'll fight guys beneath him. He don't get, he'll keep proving himself. And he had a good fight, I think, with Izzy, didn't he? he split decision, yeah. Lost a split, split decision. Split decision. Dude. The great Italian hope. You understand? And yeah, and it's always interesting with a guy like and Adesanya has looked really good. Yes, but it's always interesting to see what they uh, what they do with the belt. Ooh. And so far, he has looked great with the belt. He hasn't let off. He hasn't, uh, you know. Oh, we got Reyes ready. Good. Yes, we I, do. I'm ready when you're ready because Reyes is ready. Here's something new. You know how the price of gold has been skyrocketing lately. Matt, you know that. Oh, yeah, the, the price of gold? Of course, everybody knows that. Now there's a new way to buy gold through a company called Acre. Acre lets you subscribe to gold bars. Oh, wow. There's as little as $30 a month. Once your gold stash reaches the price of their gold bars, they discreetly ship Acre gold 
to your house. And just recently, Acre has introduced a new $100 a month subscription to a five gram gold bar. Acre provides industry first packaging that looks and feels more expensive than other gold alternatives. Visit getacregold.com slash UFC. Start investing in physical gold today. Make sure you go to this URL because Acre is giving away a gold bar. Wow. To qualify for the giveaway, tweet or post why you should be the recipient and mention at get underscore Acre. That's the at mention, the little fat A, fat get underscore Acre, A-C-R-E. Thank you, Acre Gold, for supporting mixed martial arts and especially the UFC. Looking for a new home or you want to save on your current mortgage? Visit rate.com and you could get massive savings with Guaranteed Rate, the official mortgage partner of the UFC. Rates are at a historic lows and you could land that dream home or refinance to potentially cut your current payments in about 15 minutes. Visit rate.com today to get started with Guaranteed Rate. Equal housing lender subject to credit approval. Savings, if any, vary based on a variety of factors. Restrictions apply. Company NMLS ID number 2611. NMLS Consumer Access What's up, Dom? Dom, when's the last time we spoke to you, buddy? I have. It's February. Probably right after the fight. Yeah, because we thought you I mean, Jones fought well, but we thought you won that fight. And I think we've told you that we thought you won that fight. And and again, I've seen worse decisions, but that was one I was like, "Uh, I thought you you deserved that one. Um, How are you feeling now that uh, Jones has vacated? And uh, were you surprised at that or did you kind of expect that? I was a little surprising, but then when I went back and thought about it and, you know, try to put myself in his shoes and everything, it made a lot of sense. Um, he's, he's, he's doing thing on his, doing things on his terms. Yeah. You know, he's playing out on his terms. So got to respect it. The guy. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of smart, Dom. I mean, I, I think it's smart because look at the hell you gave him. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, he, he can risk fighting you again and maybe not go his way or, Say, man, I'm I'm pretty much undefeated. Besides that bullshit with fucking Matt Hamill with the thing, I'm yeah. you know I'm, I'm I'm I cleaned out the division. Let me go up and test those waters. So I mean, because listen, he could just as easily lose to you as he could in the heavyweight division, no? Oh, absolutely. But he doesn't lose his crown, right? He doesn't lose ah, that light heavyweight goat status. You know? That's true. He could still go so, back there if something mm-hmm. goes south at the heavyweight. To go, oh, I want to go back, and I never lost. Let me go back exactly. and reclaim what's mine. Go right to a championship fight. I'm, I never claimed I was a heavyweight anyway. His whole throughout his whole career, he's always said, "I'm too small. I'm not a heavyweight. I'm a light heavyweight." The whole time, so to go up now and be like, "Well, I'm gonna try it." Well, it was just a, it was just a test. Like I'm really a light heavyweight. So, based on Jones and his history, and like he would do weird things to possibly have an excuse if he lost a fight, it makes it makes sense. You know? Well, I want to know, like again, and this is not even about his fight, but it, just to digress on it to one for a second, who he fights at heavyweight. Like, I mean, uh, it's funny he's mentioned Brock, and it's like, eh. <laughs> I mean, because at one point he said he wanted to fight someone who wasn't too big, and then he mentions Brock or Francis, and it's like, well, I mean, <laughs> good thing you stay in light, light in the heavyweight division. <laughs> well, the thing with fighting Brock is Brock's huge and extremely slow. Like Jones would just run circles around that guy. Um, so yeah. that's. That's something he's thinking. Francis, he's looking at Francis's footwork, and he's thinking, well, if I could overcome that that big onslaught and use my footwork at angles, then he's going to tire himself out, and I'm going to do what Stipe did. Yeah, you hope – anyone who fights a guy who did that – because you look at Rosenstrike, who, who, you know, who's a good kickboxer, and you saw the way – it was just a blitzkrieg. I mean, it just – and I guess – 
that, that can hurt you because somebody could counter and knock you out uh, the way uh, Verdum got knocked out by Stipe. Or uh, you can look at it like it just murders you if you hit as hard as Francis does. Oh, man. I, he's just trying to get that money fight, man. People want to see John lose. Yeah, and I think he, so. He, he knows that. He's not dumb. He's a businessman as well. And uh, he's like, all right, well, what's the biggest chance of me possibly losing? The biggest, scariest guy that could gain the most interest, I'm going to go with Francis. But he also knows that he has you know, the, the reach and the, the footwork advantage on him. I don't know if he has a big reach on, on Francis. I mean, uh, Francis, I, I, I'm going, I, is Jones 83 or 81? And Francis 81, 83 too. I think they're very close. I think Jones is 84. Is he 84? Okay, maybe he does have a reach advantage. Is it, now you're fighting for the title, all right? Does, is, it, is that what it's really about? Or do you, does it, would you just have preferred like, to take out John Jones for the title? Or do you not give a shit? It's just the belt that, that counts. Well, when I was fighting John, I was like, yeah, this is what I want. You know, I'm going to take out Jones and be the next great champ, right? That, that's like the dream. I mean, how, many, how many fighters will be like, what's your dream fight? And how many light heavyweights will say John Jones? Pretty much all of them, right? It's, your, it's a dream fight. You're fighting the greatest light heavyweight of all time, and you get to possibly beat him and become a champ. Like, that's, that's the dream. But, you know, I did my thing. I was a better man, and I felt like I beat him. I know he, when you're a fighter, Matt, you know, you know who won the fight. You know who won the fight. You, you, you know, even if it's a sparring match, you know who won. Like still, you feel it. You're like, fuck, that guy got me. Whether you admit it or not, you know what's up. And he knows what's up. I know what's up. So it is what it is. The judges didn't see it that way. You know, yeah. I got, I had a tremendous amount of support from freaking the entire world, which is awesome. And then now I get, an, I get an opportunity to prove it once again that I'm the best light heavyweight in the world. And for me, gold is everything, man. It's, the gold is the key to the city in every city. Like, so. uh, let's talk about your opponent. What, what do you think of Jan, man? Jan is looking – I he's mean, listen, fighter, everybody's man. dangerous, but shit, man, he's looking on fire too. I mean, well, what he did to Jan Corey Anderson. We're getting, to, we're getting to see his technical ability, what, what he's good at, right? We're getting to see what he's good at. He's a great counterfighter. He's an explosive puncher. He, he moves very well. He doesn't get in a lot of trouble very often. So he's, he's a really good fighter. And a lot of people underestimate him. I'm definitely not underestimating yeah. this guy. Uh, it's a guy I've been had my eye on for a good while in the division. So I think, I think Jan's a hell of an opponent, formidable opponent, deserving of a title shot. We're both deserving of this. And I think this fight is going to prove who the best is right now in, in the world. Do you watch a lot of tape? Uh, you know, because he's a lot, I think he's lost five uh, fights. And by the way, you were right, Dom. It was, uh, he does have an inch and a half on him, reach advantage. You were right. I didn't okay. realize. That's that not too said. much. No, but it's still, I, I didn't think anybody had Ngannou and uh, Jones is long. What, what do you, uh, when you, do you watch a lot of tape? Or will you concentrate more on their wins or on how people beat them? So when I, I watch, a, I watch a crap ton of film. A, a lot, a lot. It, it comes from my football background, you know, hours and hours of film, you could pick out little, little small nuances in their game. So uh, yeah, I watch uh, wins and losses. I watch old fights and new fights. I watch what, what habits they've carried throughout their career. I watch what habits they've corrected. I've watched what they're looking like now, what they looked like then. And uh, yeah, everybody evolves to a certain degree. Some people more than others. And uh, yeah, Yan is a guy that's just getting better. Um, which is surprising. You know, he's 37 years old. You know, Father Time is usually undefeated. I think that will be a factor in this fight, to be honest. Interesting. Um, 
Interesting. Yeah. Do you guys ever tell you like, uh, come on, you're fighting a 40 year old fucking, you ever, you ever get that? You ever, you have coaches ever tell you shit like that? You're getting tired. You're fighting a guy near 40. I mean, that's something like Longo would say to me. Yeah. Uh, nah, man, it's all positive reinforcement in my camp, Good. but I'm not, I haven't, uh, to be honest, I haven't been in a situation where I've been like dead tired or like, you need to push it more. It's like, I've been extremely motivated for this camp nice. and there hasn't been any like pushes needed. Yeah. You know, I've, I've been like crazy, like super, super, like I saw the holes in myself in my last fight. I watched the film over and over and over again. I was like, man, I could be so much fucking better. Look at, look at this. Like I fucking suck. Like I'm harder on myself than anyone else. Like, I'm getting pissed. I watch film on myself. I'm getting mad. I'm like, Oh my God, what the fuck are you doing? Like you didn't deserve to win that fight. Like you, you should have fucking, you should have knocked him out here. You should have done this and this. Why are you leaning right here? What are you doing? Like sure up my own holes in my own game. And I think that's why I'm where I'm at. I, I wins, wins or losses. I always look at what I could do better, what I need to do better because somebody's going to always be out there looking to exploit whatever hole I see, I'm sure they're seeing it too. So I'm over here obsessing about it. I'll have a sparring session. I'll be obsessing about it. They're like, bro, relax. Like you, the fight's not now. Just be great on, on fight night. And I'm like, yeah, you're right. Like they, they bring me back from beating myself up more than motivating me. Training camps can mess with your head sometimes. Mm -hmm. Like if you have like a, an off sparring session and then you make oh, yourself, yeah. then you're like, oh, what if that's the night of the fight? And then it takes your coaches to kind of smack you around and go cut the shit. We yeah, have to it's go all right, some... dude. You're good. <laughs> the peak at the right time. You know what I exactly, mean? Exactly. Exactly. And that, that's what uh, this camp, there was a good amount of that. Because uh, we film everything. You know, I'm filming my sparring sessions and everything. And I'm watching it. I'm like, what the fuck, man? Like, what's going on? Just, and this is little things. Like, I'm winning every freaking round. But I'm still like, I, I need to do this. Like, why, 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 like, getting mad at myself, you know? And by this last sparring session on this, what was it, last Friday? Man, I, I give myself a, a plus for the first time in my career. In really? What, what I'm doing. Man, <laughs> I wouldn't want to fight me right now. Holy I shit. I like that. This yeah, is going to so, be awesome, bro. And <laughs> this is going to be awesome. Sometimes the guy, there's the first loss in the career, and that just re-motivates somebody. Not that you needed new motivation, but sometimes – it just re it focuses somebody and they rebound. And, and, and again, you look at what happened with uh, Francis. It wasn't his first loss, but after a couple of bad fights, he has been on a, a murdering oh, streak. Yeah. So that, that can it. certainly happen uh, in this case. Well, for me, it's just motivation to win the belt. Like I was so close, man. Like, oh, dude, like I, 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 I was almost touching it, man. It was like I, my finger barely grazed it and, it, and then and then they took it. And I was like, fuck. So like my motivation is from – how close I was and what I want, man. I want it so freaking bad. And I got this, this, this guy, this Polish guy in my way, like, dude, I don't care what you're doing. I don't care what, dude, you're a good fighter. And I respect the shit out of you, but dude, I, you don't have anything for me. I mean, yeah, you hit hard and you do good. You do a lot of really, really good things, but I'm better everywhere. And you're about to find out. Yeah. And I guess it's frustrating too, because you know you did what you had to do. Again, again, when the judges make a decision, they make a decision. But I'm, as a fighter, if you know, like, fuck, man, I really did do my job and it just, oh, they didn't see it that way. It's, it's, that's got to be even, is that more frustrating than saying losing with a, a, a fast knockout? Like, ah, oh, he caught me or no matter what I do, I'm not going to get it. I feel like it's definitely more frustrating the way I lost because um, 
damn, I fucking know I won. Like, that's more frustrating you know? than, a, than a knockout? I don't know. Everybody's well, saying you won, though. So, I mean, yeah, it's kind of like everybody's like, hey, dude, you didn't get the decision, but, you know. I think it's worse because it's like, you won, you won, but, like, no, nah, I didn't. Like, yeah. I really didn't. I don't have a belt behind me. Where's my belt? Like, I didn't win. And then, but I felt like I won. It's, it's, it fucks with your head. At uh, least, you know, without a doubt, you won or lost if you got knocked out. You know what I mean? Like, I lost. Like, yeah. flat out. Like, I, I did and I didn't, you know? Like, and it's fucking bullshit. Right. It's the, the, the definitive nature of a knockout. Like, all right, look, everybody can get caught by one part. Like, it happens. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Not that you, but then again, how would you know? It's never happened to you. That's the beauty of it. You never know, happened. Like, <laughs> and hopefully we keep it that way. I mean. Yeah, I mean, you know, he hits hard. He's a great counterfighter. But, you know, you hit hard, too. I mean, you know, I, this, exactly. I, I don't think that's the... the the issue. I'm really happy for this fight. And, and I think everybody is psyched um, that you guys, that they got you guys, you know, you're both ready to go. And uh, you've already fought for a belt. I don't know if Giannis fought for a belt before. Um, at least in UFC, I don't believe he has. Um, no, you've already dealt with it. You've dealt with this pressure before. You think it's going to be any different without the fans? I would say no, but I know it is. You know, I freaking, I love, I fucking love the crowd, man. You do. I love that shit. That's, that's one of my absolute favorite parts about this whole thing <laughs> is, is that rush I get from the crowd, the energy I, I suck off the crowd. Like it's, it's man, it's crazy, man. Like Jimmy dreams I, of sucking bro, off the crowd. Everybody <laughs> loves sucking off the crowd, bro. <laughs> Sorry, Dom. Jimmy, you little freak. No, listen. So you got to, I mean, listen, you have to prepare yourself mentally for this, but some guys, even a wacky guy like Tim Elliott, you see between rounds, yeah. And he and listen, he went back and he made the corrections and won his next one. But when he was over there between rounds, you go, yo, he's like, it's too fucking quiet in here. <laughs> the guy yeah. was, he actually said it. But then you watch his next fight. He had some sit down sessions and James Krause got him by the neck and told him this and that. Next round, next time he fought at Fight Island, after every round, he would have that positive body language. I'm loving this shit. It, he made the mental changes. Like the, something changed there. Because he maybe because he'd been through it, and he got subbed, and he didn't, you know, he was used to those used to that no crowd. Yeah, he looked he like made the corrections, and he went back and he fought a very tough guy, and he won. So, I guess that's got to be some of the mental well, training. We've we've been doing some of that, you know, like preparing. We've been just sparring and just pure silence, like yeah, just doing a lot of stuff like that. And at the end of the day, man, when you're when you're fighting, you can't hear shit anyway. You know what I mean? So it's like, yeah, it's true. I'm, I'm not, I'm not worried about it. I got the motivation already. You know what I mean? If you have your motivation, then you're good. Like I have that fire burning inside of me. If you got the fire then you're all right. Cause that in, internal fire is what you need. Not the crowd helps. Yeah, sure. Like it does. It's really cool for, for me, for some people no, but for me, I love it. But if you, I have that internal fire, if you have that internal fire, then, Ain't nothing could touch you. It don't matter what's happening outside. But I'm very excited for you, Dom. Everybody's psyched. Heck yeah, man. I, 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 I'm I, looking forward, man, to all every every aspect of fight week and fights. You know, I, I really enjoy the, the treatment and the, and the you know, feeling like a superstar for, for, for a week or so, you know. Because yeah. in regular life, you're just a regular guy, you know. I mean, somewhat. But, yeah, I mean, I stay at home. I'm chilling at home. And then when I'm around the UFC, like, everybody's all, oh, what's up, Dom? Everybody's all happy to see me. And it's right really cool man i really enjoy it you you handle the limelight you yeah and you know what that's even more motivation because if you win the belt you're gonna have a lot more of that i mean everywhere you go eventually yeah yeah man 
Because I'm a homebody, man. I, I'm a, a big time homebody. So when I go out or when I when I when I'm out, like it's by choice. So where's home now, Dom? Where are you living? I live in Asperia, California, in the desert. In the fine oh, desert, huh? Yeah. How's that real in the quiet. desert over there? It, it, real it, quiet. It's real quiet. Real quiet. There's not. I live in a community like uh, where there's most of my neighbors are older. Everybody's real, real chill. Everybody looks after each other's houses. It's oh, that's nice. Yeah, it's really, really nice, man. Really nice. If it's like that, that kind of community, do they all the older people? Do they know? They oh, they know, know exactly who I am. They're like super excited. They like. It's freaking cool. I come home. They're like, they come over. They bring me like nice little gifts. They're like, oh, we saw your fight. It was amazing. We had a party. It was super cool. Oh, we nice. washed your house. You know, we took your trash out for you. It was just really, <laughs> really cool, man. My neighbors are really nice. Wow, we're used to shitty New Yorkers over here. Yeah, uh, me and Jimmy. Uh, <laughs> that's fucking. Uh, that, that's wild, man. Why did you choose that look? Like a, a quiet look? Like, cause I, I think I would go nuts there. Or is that what you preferred? Or did you just happen to wind up there? Well, that's where I was raised my whole life. Um, but we weren't, I didn't always live in like the nicer part of town. So it was, it was a little more chaotic growing up and a little more, you know, got the ghetto bird flying over and weird noises and things like that. Yeah. But it's where I'm from and it's a really beautiful place. If, 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 you know, you find somewhere where you could like, where like my neighborhood where everybody's cool and chill and, it's it's really nice. The sunsets are beautiful. The mornings are awesome. You know, it gets hot during the day, but you know, it just makes you tougher when you're doing your runs. How did it feel to turn 30? You're young, dude. 30's young as hell. Yeah. But I remember when I turned 30 and I'm like, fuck, man, I'm not in my 20s anymore. It, it felt <laughs> older than it was. And it's not. Trust me. No, dude. 100%, bro. I agree. Weird. 100%. It takes a little <laughs> bit longer to warm up. It's like, like what the mm. fuck? Like, I used to be able to just get down and like, just start training like now it takes like a good 30 45 minutes to warm up and i'm like all right like it just, <laughs> it, it just takes longer for the engine to get going and i i didn't i didn't think it was like a thing until i started feeling it and i didn't start feeling it until a couple months after the jones fight when i was like the heck like that might be your old weird. football all the football right. back in the day catching up to you yeah and i was like this is crazy man like i have to do more stretches i have to do more more yoga. There's things that I have to do more of now because my body is like not as, as sprightly as it used to be. Once I get going, I'm going though. I'm, I'm yeah. on, but it just takes a little bit to get there. I'm 52. I woke up this morning. My leg was in pain. I hurt my leg in my sleep. You know what a <laughs> lump of shit you feel like when you hurt your leg in your sleep? Jimmy, <laughs> come on, man. Come on. <laughs> I'm going to text Jimmy Rivera, your instructor and let him whip you into shape. I did. I woke up and I sleep with my leg bent and I was like in fucking agony when I woke up and I'm like, I, that's uh, I slept on my leg wrong. Like that's an old man shit. You see what you got to look forward to dumb. Yeah. Well, if you don't, it, and I noticed too, if I don't stretch like regularly, then I'm just, Oh man, my body just tightens up. It's, it's horrible. Yeah. Stretching definitely uh, helps, which would probably explain why my right arm is never in any pain. The rest of me hurts, but <laughs> that, that part of me is always terrific and limber. <laughs> um, listen, man. Good luck. Have a safe trip out there. We, uh, we obviously everybody's looking forward to this fight. Uh, yeah, you're you're a, a great uh, fighter, and uh, I, I'm I mean I like you, so I'm kind of I like Jan too. But I'm looking forward to a really really good fight. This is going to be a good scrap, man. Yeah, this is going to be a good scrap. I I, I can't wait, man. I, I just like, I love I love getting the octagon, man. It's home. It's home. Once I get in there, I'm like, oh, I missed you. 
It's good yeah. to be home. <laughs> well, we all missed you fighting, buddy, and we can't yeah. wait to watch. Oh, yeah, yep. man. Thank you, guys. I will talk to you after the fight and uh, light heavyweight championship co-main event. And uh, everyone is really looking forward to this. So have a great fight, man. We'll talk to you after. Okay. All right. See see you in Abu Dhabi, Matt. I'll see you there, buddy. Take care. Later, Dom. Now let's pick that fight. We've talked to Dom. He seems really relaxed. This is what I forgot. And I think Jan is, is dangerous as all heck. Deadly powerful big polish machine um he is 37 though that does i mean he looks in phenomenal shape for 37 i'm thinking of what he did to luke rockhold i'm thinking of what he did to Corey anderson yeah but after dom, losing Corey, yeah. but, but dom dom is you know he's a different guy um uh jimmy 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 what do you think here what do you think? I think the fact that he's a that 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 he's thirty and he's thirty seven might make the difference. It really might. Yeah, it's hard to say. Um, When's the last time Jan lost to Thiago Santos? Mm, you know, Thiago Santos is oh third round TKO. Yeah, but I'm sure they were fucking going at it. That was yeah. Oh yeah, that but that was 2019. It's been you know he's won. He beat uh, Jacare Luke and. Corey since then. It's been over it's like a year and a half since he lost. And before that, it was to Cummins in 2017. So he's on a uh, one, two, three, four, seven out of eight fight win streak, and he's looked really, really good. Wow. Um, knocking out uh, Rockhold and then that brutal Corey Anderson finish. It's hard to pick against Blowich, but I- I'm going to take Reyes. I'm going to take Reyes' third round stoppage. Wow. And that's not an easy one to take. Wow, Jimmy. I know. Reyes I'll say fourth round. round. Okay. Jan's sitting there. He's jogging in the Polish mountains. He's going to be ready. He is, and it's hard to choose I think he. I think it's going to come down to those championship rounds, and that's where Dom is going to shine. Okay? Yeah. Third round stoppage, Dominic Reyes. You sent fourth. I said, I said fourth round, didn't I? You did, yeah, buddy. What did I say again? Third. You just said third. Sorry. Fourth round, please. All right. Excuse me. And also, Jimmy, I think we should talk about Israel's fight. Because I'm picking him. I'm picking him by third round. Knockout. He's going to be dancing a little bit. He's gonna have to, but you know what scares me about that fight? What? This is what scares me about that. Is that Paul Costa is, is training with uh, the Shahudos camp. You know that little his coach, the little guy with the glasses, and you know the guy I'm talking about. He's around my height, oh, a little okay. short guy with the glasses. He's he's uh, he's the same height as Shahuto, maybe a little shorter, but yeah. that's his coach. Okay, mm-hmm. and uh, and and those guys they're doing something right over there, obviously. Which Amazing. Are, so it's a weird. It's, it's I find it interesting that that he's linked up with them because I know he's going to be in shape. You know, it's one thing to look in shape. We know he looks like a Brazilian He-Man figure. You understand? Yeah. You know, like you're, he's like, if you look up alpha, you look up that, you'll see a picture of Polo Costa. Yeah. With his shirt off. You understand? Large fella. Strong, powerful. But what does Izzy say about precision? Go. He says power is better than precision. No, he, he you got that, that totally wrong. Totally wrong. Shit. Ass backwards, Jimmy. You know? 
I think I'm going with Adesanya too. Now, I think this is Costa's first five-round fight. The Romero fight was a three-round fight. So does Adesanya, not, not a stay away, but I mean, just kind of, you know, keep his distance, uh, use his ability, his beautiful kicks and his ability to, uh, to, to counter and stay out of the way to bring him a little deeper into a fight. And then, uh, mm. so maybe it's the fourth round. I'm looking at possibly a fourth round stoppage because I don't know, I'm sure Costa has a gas tank, but can he keep up without Asanya in the fourth round? I don't know. I, so as of right now, I'm going to take uh, Adesanya fourth round stop. This episode of UFC Unfiltered is brought to you by P3, the official protein snack of the UFC. P3 portable protein packs are a savory and crunchy combination of three dynamic sources of protein from meat, cheese, and nuts. Each P3 pack contains up to 13 grams of protein, and they come in great tasting combinations like turkey, almond, and Colby Jack. P3. Three dynamic ways to fuel your day with protein-packed meat, cheese, and nuts, because three is better than one. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. There he is. There's the champ. There's the champ. The man. I was hoping for the pink hair. I was expecting you guys. How are you? I was hoping for the pink hair, man. That shit worked. I liked it. Nah, I'm going to do it again next time after the fight. But for the fight, I had to get serious because I'll tell you guys exclusively because no one's listening. My dad said I'm going to blind him in one eye. So when I blind him and he starts to get blurry vision, if he sees a pink hue, he'll know where my head is. Holy shit. So I was like, that's actually a really good point. Healthy. So I already died it twice. So yeah, I'm just going to keep it like this for now. Right, or, or you could punch him in the eye with the pink hair and he could be like, holy shit, there's a guy with pink hair kicking my ass. It could mess with him. <laughs> it, could, it could totally mess with him. <laughs> you seem to go into these fights always. You never seem to have a care in the world. I'm sure you do, but I'm sure that helps you as well. Your, your mental attitude seems to be very, very relaxed. Yeah, definitely. I, like, I mean, there's no, there's no need to stress now. There's no need to get ex- like, overly excited for this fight and get yourself worked up. Um, I've learned that over the years just through fighting because it's just energy you're wasting. And I'd rather use that and waste it on him. Um, and my body thinks it's fight week right now, to be honest, because I'm in Vegas, the way we're training, like it's, it's all familiar. So my, my body already thinks it's fight week. So I kind of had to, um, even eat some pancakes last night just to remind my body like, Hey, we're not cutting weight yet. Cause my, my, my weight started dropping real fast. Is, is he? I'm sorry, Jimmy. I was gonna ask because I was just watching his last his uh his fight with uh with Whitaker. I fucking love your walkouts, and I'm not even a big fan of that. It's good. It's fucking awesome. Now, mm. are you gonna do that without a crowd? Because the people at home are gonna want to see that shit. Or are you gonna keep us in suspense? I don't know. I want to know though. I've I haven't thought about it that far to be honest. I've, I've kind of I don't even know what song I'm walking out to. But, Interesting. Uh yeah, it depends. Like these things, like the one I did at uh, two four three, that was special. That was in, in, yes. in my neighborhood and ah. my neck of the woods. 
okay. against the other guys. So I had to, I, that was my show, my first main event on the biggest sold out crowd of the UFC yet. So I had to make sure there was a show. This time there's no crowd. It's on a fire island. I feel more like Jet Li and Unleashed. You know what I mean? I feel mm -hmm. like Jet Li and Unleashed. Yeah. So it's going to be a sinister feel to this, to this fight. Yeah. Izzy, let me tell you something. I am all with you with the precision mm -hmm. over power. I like, we had your coach on here uh, 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 a couple of weeks ago, and he was talking about how you used to get messed with as a kid, and you're looking at Paul Acosta, he embodies that bully. Like, it, of, of, it reminds you of your childhood. Is that is that fair to say? Yeah. A little bit, yeah, a little bit. Just the look. He reminds me of like a fuckboy, and I've had a lot of them in my in my life, so I kind of recognize them when I see them. I also I feel that you faced similar characters, big, strong, hulking guys that come forward, mm -hmm. compared to Polo Costa fighting a guy with your similar skills, which is very hard to duplicate. Duplicate. I think that's yeah. a fair assessment. It is, it is. I've faced a lot of guys. Even in my world uh, title fight in, in kickboxing, um, I faced a guy in a smaller ring with corners who had a similar style, a Dutch guy who just walked forward, throws hooks, uh, low kicks, and all that kind of stuff. Um, and I was able to use ring craft to you know, execute my game plans. So, yeah, I don't know why people always think, like, this is something new to me, and they say, like, power, power. I've never seen him one-shot someone ever. Have you? No. Nice. I've never. He, yeah. he, he flurries people and just overwhelms them against the fence. And then and they, oh, oh, and they succumb to his will. But when you have someone with ring craft who knows how to own the center of the ring over and over again, and then force you to fight on the back foot, also knows how to fight on the back foot, it's different. And, I've, yeah, I fought, I fought heaps of guys with a style. He's never fought anyone like me. And that's a cliche thing to say, but he actually hasn't fought anyone like me. Yeah, when you look at, like, he, he does have a, a great power, but you're, I think your power is very underrated. And, I, and I've said that a lot because I, I don't think you get the credit you should get. Um, for, you know, you drop Brunson and you drop Whitaker. I mean, those are not easy guys to, to put down. And I think because you have such a good finesse when you fight and you move I so well. I dropped Mexican called Kelvin Gaslam, too. I, yep. I dropped him over and over and over again. He's just tough. He's just tough. But, yeah. um, yeah, that's what they all say. Even Kelvin said that as well. Yeah, honestly, no pump in his punches. And he said recently in a, in a tweet I saw that I was the hardest puncher he ever faced. And I disagree with him. I'm just the more, I'm the sharpest puncher he's ever faced. I'm not the hardest puncher. I'm the sharpest puncher he's ever faced. So it's a different, there's a difference in, in skill levels when you punch hard. Everyone punches hard. Jimmy, you punch hard. I wouldn't put my hands down and let you punch me in the face. Because I disagree with you, that Izzy. Walk me or something. <laughs> Izzy. Izzy, I was with you up until you brought up Jimmy punching hard. I was so with you. <laughs> Come on, oh, champ. Man. Hey, man. Flex it on Jimmy. Let him know. <laughs> no, but, I'll um, tell you. Yeah, everyone has power, man. Everyone has power. I do find it interesting, though. And this is... Cause I listen. I'm. I'll tell you right now. I'm. I'm picking you to win. Not that yeah. it should make a difference mm -hmm. to you, but you know, I do find yeah. it very interesting that he's with that Shahudo camp with the little short guy with the glasses, the weird glass. Because I do believe that camp is underrated because they're doing something right with Shahudo. 
Like they, they, they got a, I'm like a nice little hardcore thing. Hey, I'm not shitting mm-hmm. on city kickboxing. You guys are doing something right over there for sure. But I'm trying to say, I like that he's with I that camp you. because I of think course. he's doing the right thing. You know what I mean? He, he made the right move going with their camp. He made a right move um, with them and the, the Paul Bear with the white glasses. Yeah. Um, I think that's a good move on their part. But, you know, you see what me, I've had that opportunity. I've had that opportunity throughout my whole UFC career when people invite me, oh, come to this camp, come to this camp. And even when I go in the UFC, people expected me to move. But yeah. I stay loyal to those who go into the game. And I know that we have the formula to be anyone and anyone on this planet. You know, so, yeah, I, I, you know, I don't flip-flop, but he can. And I don't think you can recreate something that we have, we've done over the last 10, 12 years. I don't think you can recreate that in just one camp. That's important. You know what you said right there? And, Jimmy, you'll hear this from some of the best guys in the game. Conor McGregor says mm-hmm. the same thing about his camp. Because what happens, you get some success – and then you forget who brought you to the dance and all these other guys. Yo, man, you got to mm-hmm. see what they're doing. They're doing this special thing over here. You're man, right. the grass is always greener. Go after yourself. That's right here. You know? That's right here. It's where you water it. It's where, it's where you water it and you nurture it. It's true. It. So we've been nurturing this for years. We've been prepping for this shit for years. So it's easy. This is, uh, this is nothing new to me. His style is nothing new to me. To make a point, I don't think you can change so much in, in one camp, like I said, because there's a lot of habits he has. Eventually, once he gets cracked by me, he's going to revert to his old style. Whatever they've taught him in this camp is just going to go out the window completely. And also, when you look at the, uh, again, I, I mean, I'm taking you to, to go a little bit deeper into the fight than the, I, I think it's gonna, I think you're going to, I'm picking you to stop him at, at a certain point in the fight because I think you've been five rounds three times, you, you know, and, and I'm sure he has good cardio. I mean, he went the distance with Romero, and that was a pretty brutal fight. But he's only been in the third round once, and the second round three times, and everything else has been first-round stoppages. And I think when you have that record and you start getting into the second and the third, and especially a fourth round with a guy like you, that's going to be very difficult for him to stay as effective in the third round as he is in the first. I don't think people understand. Everyone wants to be a champion, but no one wants to do five rounds. Five rounds. It's not just fighting five rounds. It's training for five rounds. Training for five rounds. My other teammates, they all do three-round spider circuits. I do five. Man, this is not something for the faint-hearted. And it's it's not something like – so you talk about the Romero fight. He went to the third round short, but they both looked puffed, huffed, puffed, and tried to blow houses down in the second round. They both looked like they were gassed out, deflated, and flat-footed. So he's going to come hard in the first and swing, 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 catch a lot of fresh air, get countered. And then eventually he's going to realize, because once you get hit, it just depletes you even more and more every single time. Every time you hit fresh air, it just depletes you. And it's easy to knock someone out when they're tired. So um, he's going to run into something. I'm not the one running. He's going to run into something in the first round or later on in the third or fourth. I feel like he's going to just succumb to my will. And I'm going to finish him violently. Okay. Uh, Jimmy, I feel that this fight is bigger than just a regular fight for the champ here. Yeah. It's the, the perception. Because I, I heard Izzy talk about this before. The mm. perception of people, like what they think of a fighter. They think of a fighter. They look it up in the dictionary. Oh, it's Paulo Costa with the fucking muscles. 46 years old, though. Look at this. Uh, that's not a good one. Honestly, Matt, though, it is worth looking at. You're in Sorry, Jimmy. Sorry, I just brought that up. Yeah. I like to break in front of the, I, You know, I try to easy yeah. on you. I try to impress him, you know? But hey, man, they think of a big man. That's what they think. Yeah. But every time when I hear Polo talk about, oh, this skinny guy, this skinny guy, martial arts, I mean, it, 
Izzy, no pressure, but you're doing it for all the kids out there that are like, I don't need big muscles to be the champion of the world. Do you feel like that? Do you feel like you're carrying that into this fight? Or am I just making too much out of it? Nah, definitely. I said this fight for me is for, this fight is for those people, like I said, those kids who were never big enough and they get picked on by by the bigger kids or whatnot. Even like that person at work who gets ridden by their boss because they don't have the power to, say something back to their boss, you know, or someone that gets abused at home by their dad and gets beat up by their dad because they're much smaller than them and they feel helpless. I've, I've been in those positions. So now that I'm here, I'm not helpless. Like I'm the cool kid. I'm the fucking champ. And the fact that this motherfucker thinks that with his fucking acai muscles and supplementation, he can come through and try and just bully me out of my title. Like, no way, Jose. This is not happening. And that's why I feel like this fight is for those people who have ever felt the way I felt in those situations. I want to stop this guy, and I'm going to let them know, like, this is for you. Jimmy, it's official, Jimmy. My fucking nipples are hard. I'm ready for this fucking thing. (laughs) Because this is a fight, people, because there is something great about two guys who are undefeated, too. Uh, 14-0, and I think he's 11-0, so... This was a fight I wanted the UFC to make a long time ago, and it just didn't happen. And now there's just 19, so much 19, on the line. No, I am. No. Are, are you 19? Did I call? Did I just literally? I should probably look. Did I just Jimmy. take away? Don't take like away. Five oh, different. I apologize. You know what? My and, and he's 13 and 0. <laughs> I really am a, an old yeah. prep sheet asshole. My apologies. 19 nah, and 0. All right, you're all right. There you go. Soon oh, you know what? It was 14 by knockout. I was looking at 14 by knockout. Five, five. Good man, uh, good man. Yes, that was where I got 14 from. Uh, so 19-0 against 13-0. I mean, there's something about two undefeated guys. Um, and, I, and I love that people have made the error of underestimating your power before. Um, this is going to be a great fight. And um, I guess Jimmy, we will, yes, sir. before you let him go. Sure. And I know we're talking the fight talk, and he's got a ton of interviews to do. Anything new on the anime scene that I could get into? Because mm-hmm. I know that you're into Anime scene. You're into the anime. Are yeah, anime in general? Is one I'm watching. Yeah, of course. No, I'm just into like, anything that's cool, but there's, there's, there's a bit of... I don't know if you call it an anime. It's on Netflix. It's called The Dragon Prince. It's quite kiddie, but I like it. The Dragon hey, Prince. I'm like, a yeah, it's just it's, it's, a, it's a fantasy. It's a fantasy about dragons and earthlings and blah, 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 blah. blah. I'm but in. You had me at dragons. I've kind of been binging it. I like it. Yeah. Okay. Hey, <laughs> did you I ever like see? The it looks quite kiddie, but it's got some cool fight scenes. I'm going to check it out. Did you ever see the Flashpoint Paradox? Did you ever see oh, that? Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. It's, it's a, I say it's a cartoon movie, but it's really anime. It's like, the, it's, a, okay. it's a movie about the Flash. You know, the Flash, obviously, the, the fucking the superhero. Oh, the Flash? Oh, and really? It's like oh, an no. ultimate universe oh. where he, he goes back to save his mother because his mother got murdered. And by doing that, there's some back to the future shit where it changes the timeline and everything's all fucked up where Aquaman's Aquaman and all the Atlantis people, Jimmy, hang with me, Jimmy. They're fighting with you. They're destroying the world. They're fighting Wonder Woman and the Amazons. And then there's another group of superheroes trying to stop them from destroying the world. Craziness. Why you get some time, watch it. The flash is older than it's a little I'm an old school guy. Is this old and new? It's a little bit a little old. old. Definitely uh, no, a few years I'll old. have a look. I'll have a look. Yeah, definitely. Trust me. You're going you're gonna to thank me. You're going to fucking thank me. And Jimmy, I you watch it too. Thank time. you, Maddie. 
<laughs> Matt, I love All you, right, but Izzy. I'm not sold. Uh, Israel, uh, look, good luck. Uh, I can't wait for this fight. I'm <laughs> <laughs> Sorry if I lost everybody on that. Izzy's going to thank me for that. Israel, I'm going to be there live because I'm doing some stuff with Dana. I cannot wait. Yeah. And uh, hey, man, we're huge fans. Yeah, we, we can't wait to watch this fight, man. Grab some popcorn. Grab some popcorn because I'm going to be popping all night. Yep. Yeah, we have total faith. Um, listen, man, have a great fight and a safe trip out there, and uh, we will talk to you after. Awesome. Peace. Thank you, guys. Matt, Take care. Right, Sayonara. Be good, Later, champ. The fight's this weekend. It is. This weekend. fucking weekend. In three days. Jimmy, listen to me. Um, I'll talk to you throughout my trip. Yep. Because I can't go any. I, listen, a few days is the most I can go without talking to you. We like to Oh, by chat. the way, can I just tell you? Sure. I li I'm listening. Sometimes I get bored listening. I like to listen to different things. I'm listening to your friend Anthony Cumia's uh, yep. audio book of his thing. Oh, yeah, you yeah. forwarded. You did the forward on it. I wrote the forward, yeah. Oh, that's so nice. I like yeah. that guy. I love him, yeah. He's yeah. And his show is funny on Compound Media, too. He's a good dude. Sure is. All right, Jimmy, anything to plug? Uh, just the Chip Chipperson merchandise store, chipchipperson.com. I don't have anything for myself, but hopefully I will soon as we start to get back to normal. And yeah. uh, we'll talk Jimmy, to I'm on Cameo. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Me too. Messages. Yes. Yes. You know, Matt, singing birthday it. messages and having a good time. And uh, besides that, I'll be doing a little bit of traveling. And yeah. when I'm back, me and you are reunited. We are. I'll talk to you soon, Jimmy. Fights this weekend. Bye, guys. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. If a friend asks how you're doing and you say, I'm okay. When the truth is, I don't want my problems to burden anyone. Or you say, Hang it in there. Because if I ask for help, they'll just think I'm weak. Then this is your sign to call, text, or chat. 988 for free confidential support. Anytime. You don't have to hide how you feel.